Backstage at the 17th annual Larry Joe Taylor Rhymes and Vine. Mr. Jared Morris here. Hey, brother. What's up, dude? Did you cool off after your show? Gosh, dog, it, it was pretty hot. My gosh, you came off. You you don't leave anything left. You leave it all on the stage. Oh, thanks. You uh, you put on a hell of a show up on stage, and you gave the audience uh, every every penny worth. So, man, thanks, great man. show. Well, great I appreciate show. that. Yeah. So let's talk about music. First of all, it was what, 2000 and, and uh, was it 18 that you won the Larry Joe Taylor Songwriting Fest? Yeah. And that was with the song Red Bandana, which you yeah. closed your whole set with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the I song called an audible when you introduced it. I was like, I went back to the talk back and I was like, hey, we have to play Red Bandana last now. <laughs> Mike said so. Yeah, Mike said no, so. No, I remember when that came out. And uh, I was working um, 20, I said, yeah, I was 15. That was, that was when I was with this station. But I remember yeah. when it first came out. And I went, okay, cool. And there was a picture of you with, you know, you were doing farrier work. You're a farrier. That yeah. means, that means, farrier, yeah. that means you do horses' feet. Yep. And uh, which is a tough, tough job. But Red Bandana came out and was just a, a kick-ass song. It, it really gave you that first, I'm here. Oh, wow. Yeah, thank so, you. So good job for you on that. So Yeah. Since then. Yeah, I mean, we've been, uh, I've put out quite a bit of music since then. Like, I put out that whole record in, in 2018, 2019. And then been putting out, like, a bunch of singles uh, and then like some acoustic stuff, it's a little bit weird because you have to you have to zoom out sometimes because uh, it's a grind. Yeah. But like I went through two or three recording processes before I ever even cut my first album, and I scrapped all of them. Really? So there was like you know there's seven or eight years until I even got to record my first album out here at Melody Mountain. Right. And they just didn't sound good, so I scrapped them and then finally got to my first album in 2018. So I've really only had music out for like three years, but in my mind, you know, I've been trying to right. make it happen for like a, you know, for a while. And so it beats you down a little bit, and then, you know, my wife will have to be like, you know, zoom out. Like, look, at, you didn't even have music out until three years ago, so <laughs> I have to remind, but, you know, you just, it's part of the process. It's... Yeah, you're right. It, it was it, it's been you know just over three years, and you really are a staple. You're 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 a staple name. Oh, I don't know about that, but well, I mean, it's you know when you look at requests, when you when you go to uh, you know, venues that are just playing what I call canned music, they're just playing music. You're getting played. Oh, okay. You know, you're in, in normal rotation. It's when you mention names and people are like, yeah, I know that person. I know that person. Really? I know that person. Oh, I know well, that that's person. badass. Dude. So you know, I'm not boosting your ego or anything, sure. but you know, you put out a, a, a great product. Um, and even more so, your your persona, if you will, who you are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're very approachable. Uh, I got to speak a little bit with your wife. But when you're on stage, how you do it, how you connect with, you know, a, a group of, you know, you know, several thousand to, you know, whatever the largest group you've ever played. You play Larry Joe Taylor, it could be 50,000 people out there. Sure. But you have that great talent to be able to connect with them. Whether they're on the front rail or they're in the back, uh, I hope so. That's a heck of a compliment because it's. I mean, I just try to look at some of these other dudes that do it so so well, and then just try to act like them. Really, <laughs> we got Larry Joe Taylor up on uh, stage right now. Yeah, that guy taught me. I actually stole a ton of jokes from him. Uh, he's got one where he, like, when Jerry Jeff was alive, mm -hmm. he would do one and he would say, uh, like, towards the end of the set, he would be like. If you guys like what you hear, 
My name is Larry Joe Taylor. Uh, if you don't like what you hear, my name is Jerry Jeff Walker. <laughs> so I actually started stealing that. And then so towards the end of my set, I stick, uh, I say, if you like what you hear, my name is Jerry Morris. If you don't like what you hear, my name is uh, Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> people usually start hooping and hollering for sure. Excellent. So let's ask. I had a brief talk with your wife, and I, I did ask her the question. I said, does she have a, um, does she find it difficult? I don't know, not how I, how did I ask her, but when you're up on stage, you are, you're Jared Morris, the artist. You come home, you're Jared, you're Jared, take out the trash, mow the lawn, <laughs> do all these things. Well, she's cool, though. She, like, treats me, she treats me real, real good. So. She treats you like the rock it's star. It's not before. a, uh, it's not a, she's not trying to bring me down when right. I get home, you know? I feel like that could probably happen sometimes. It can. You know what I mean? But, I mean, like, she was right there. I mean, I don't know how often she hears your song, but she's singing along with you over there on, on stage left, you know, while you were playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which it tells me she enjoys you as the artist, and no doubt she loves you as the husband. So yeah. that's that's got to help. Well, that's cool that you observed that. I mean, make, make no mistake, it, you know, it comes with a lot of pretty extreme ups yeah. and downs, and you got to power through some pretty serious things yeah and i've been a goofball pretty often so yeah she's awesome yeah. like a super super chill person but it is difficult uh we just try to talk a lot about there's a lot of dynamics that you have to deal with that aren't super normal right so but like we just try to talk it out and you know we love each other so that's that's the most important thing you know i with with my wife allow you know we don't have kids but she allows me to do this thing called radio and, uh, you know, if I bring her here, hell, she's the star of it all. Everyone's like, who are you? I'm like, I'm Michael. I'm Angie's husband. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and that's it. Like, oh, yeah, she's a really nice person. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? I have the radio station. Oh, you work at Angie's station. Yeah, like, whatever. Uh, oh, y'all work together? No. Oh. oh, no. no. Oh, but they just assume. They just assume, yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow is actually our 23rd wedding anniversary without a double homicide. Oh, congrats. <laughs> but it really is dude. our 23rd 23. anniversary. So she, she's very patient, but no, I, I think she makes the great face of the station. Mom said I had a great face for radio, so I let Angie go out. And <laughs> on. She'll meet with your wife. You know, if she was here, you and your wife and my wife would be the best of friends. And yeah. We would, you know, never talk ever again, but we'd know everything about each other is the way it works. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough, man. I. I think, like, you probably have to be pretty aware of, like, your spouse in yeah. those situations where if you're getting just so much attention, yeah. you know, you got to, like, try to be aware of it. And, like, maybe you might have to overdo it at times and try yeah. to give them some more attention. I do a poor job of that. I could do a lot better. Well, you were at the merchandise table, and you were talking to fans, and he was like, she was like, I'll tell him. I said, no, no, this is more important. Oh, okay. Because, you know, for you to talk to the fan, more important to me. But real quick, I remember when Angie and I were going through, you know, like what we call premarital counseling church, they draw a circle. It said in that circle, yeah, you cool. and your wife. Yeah. You've done, you've done it. Well, and nothing yeah, comes of. in that circle. Right. And as long as you keep that in mind, you know, the fans, music, everything is exterior. That Even children are outside of that circle. But that circle just you and your wife. See, that's a pretty key point right there, yeah. even children. Yep. Because that, I mean, I'm speaking like I'm a freaking veteran of marriage, but <laughs> I've seen it at times where, like, even you introduce kids into the equation, mm -hmm. and, like, maybe dad gives daughter more attention than he gives wifey. Right. And it's like, that that's not good. Yeah. Right? You got to, like, you got to keep the home base the home base. And what's interesting about that is I think kids observe yes. oh, yeah. that as well. And then they start realizing, like, I'm not the center of the universe. But dad loves mom. It's kind of a beautiful thing. My parents were married 63 years before my dad passed away. 
And Dad always told me that. He goes, also remember one thing. When I, I, I know it's hard to believe, but I had done something uh, inappropriate. I basically was bad, and Dad was chastising me. He goes, just remember one thing, Michael. I chose your mom. I didn't choose you. Oh, heck yeah. And I yeah, went, talk about a little. And I'm like, good. that's right, Dad. That yeah. is right. My dad, and that's exactly how I tell people. So remember, you chose your spouse. Everything else chose you. Which, yeah. I or mean, you selected. Yeah. Totally. But, yeah. like, marriage requires a lot of unconditional yeah. love. But, like, kids, because yeah. you don't choose them, yeah. requires, like, even more unconditional. Mind you, we love them. No doubt. You're going to love children. We are not saying, you know, abandon your children at the circus. <laughs> right. Well, maybe we are. I mean, but, but leave them alone yeah. for like maybe an hour or two. Just well, scare them a little bit. You know, make them know. Leave them at Target, yeah. one of those little circular I mean, shirt displays, yeah, and, and but walk away. Just kind of jerk. Yeah, I mean, get get their attention a little bit. Oh. So, with playing a festival like this, I mean, you play uh, anything from honky tonks to you know, like uh, the green halls to things like that. When you play a venue like this, really, to where was a major springboard. I mean, that's just yeah, really totally. after after this. And Red Bandana in 2018, you, you were there. It wasn't, oh, look at this up and coming. You were there. That's cool. So That's you're, a playing cool perspective. A, you're playing a fest like this. I mean, what it, what's this do for you and the band? What's it mean to you? What are your thoughts when you walk out on the stage and you see, you know, this audience? Yeah. I, uh, when I was in the songwriter competition, uh, I was so nervous by the finals What's so crazy about that competition is, like, there's people that don't technically win it, but they end up having... Like, so Giovanni was in my first round of the songwriter thing, and Giovanni's, like, exploded. Yeah, Giovanni and the hired gun. Good for him. But he was in my first round, and I was fortunate enough to win that round, so I went to the finals, but... Like, there was years, like, Randall King didn't Mm -hmm. win it, but, I mean, I I think Caitlin Butts was in it. She's standing right over there, but she was in it, uh... I don't know if Cleto was in it, but I don't think he won. Yeah, we race Ricketts who opened uh, yesterday. Yeah, he race was in there. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, there again, I, I really have to say that I've said this right to him. I said you're just one of the unexpected musicians. He's wearing boots and short cutoff jeans, shorts <laughs> and old t-shirt yeah. and hat, and like hadn't had a haircut or anything. And people are looking yeah. like, "Who are you?" That right. he gets up on stage and sings, and it's like a. That's right. Yeah. So that, it, that that's an artist. It's nuts how many people are in it so like to the finals like to answer your question i was so so nervous and so i couldn't everybody's so good like me sitting because it is a competition but sitting there and like listening to everybody play i would just get more nervous yeah and all i wanted to do was just get up there do my thing right just kind of focus on that because you start getting in your head a little bit right it's only natural and so i walked out uh i walked out to the main stage and i just sat I just sat on the main stage, my feet hanging off the edge right. of it, and I just warmed up right there. And I could hear people singing in, like, T-Birds up there in right. the bar. Yeah. And I could hear, and I just sat there and waited till I heard my name called. And then I just walked in there and then just Game walked on, on stage. And yeah, and just did wow. my thing. But I was, like, that nervous to get up there and do it. So what's so uh, it means a lot oh, to yeah. walk yeah. out here and on the yeah. I, I think it does. I mean, being, um, what do they call alumni of LJT, which is funny, when I, I introduced Larry Joe Taylor, I said, you know, really pretty much anywhere in Texas, if not most of the United States, you just say LJT, people know who and what you're talking about. Um, and I had a conversation with with uh, Larry Joe before. I said, just imagine if you would have taken an auto shop. He goes, 
Just imagine if I didn't get kicked out of, high, out of college. <laughs> I said, okay, better perspective. But yeah, I said, yeah. you realize the music careers, the lives of just not the artists, but those families and the fans. And he just sits there and he goes, and very, very somberly says, I realize that. Oh, yeah. And uh, I always ask artists, do you realize the reach that you have? Because oh, you, no. put out, you put yeah. out enjoyable music. Okay, so here, but here's the thing. Like, do you realize the reach that you have? The struggle I have with that is, like, if you do realize that fully, doesn't it, like, I, it's, like, doesn't it kind of make you egotistical? If you just assume no. that you, like, well, or you walk into yeah, a room, you, right? You, you, you can. Yeah, you can take it that way. But, like, I, I always say, you have a God-given gift that you are sharing. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Is that egotistical to well, share guess, yeah, a maybe, gift? Yeah, Maybe I was People say, oh, I've, I have this talent. I've worked very, very hard for this. You have a God-given yeah, gift. Yeah, yeah. Well, I you, thought you meant reach more no, like. But no, I mean, yeah, but but in do, yeah, in fact, you you reach people with your music. And I say, you know, people could, it could be very, uh, I don't want to say shallow and a negative thing, but it, you know, it could be like, that's a great song. And then yeah. there's songs that people can relate to. Because everyone has a song that's, it's their walk-on song. Yeah. You know, if you're to walk out in a, uh, to the baseball field, you know, what song plays for you? Right, yours right, or somebody right, else's right. but sometimes a song can uh hold somebody when they're feeling low and lift them up or, or support them from going under or during their time of victory that's their anthem or things yeah. like that but your music the joy that it brings you know and i, I kind of bring this full circle about how larry joe if he wouldn't have if he didn't go to you know auto mechanic school school or if he didn't get thrown out of college would any of this happen? Yeah. What's that butterfly ripple effect to the rest of the world? So yeah, when I say, effect. you know, your reach, you'll probably never know where your reach is. But it is weird to, you know, because you'll get people that send you messages and stuff about like, or they'll pull, they'll pull things out of your songs that you didn't even like write it about that or, and they send you these like, I mean, really long messages about pretty crazy stuff happening in their life. What's up, Tori? Just weird people. Just going to come give you a wet willy or something. We were having a super serious conversation over here, and you're going to come over here giving people wet willies. <laughs> you never know. If anybody what knows Tori over here at T Birds, <laughs> Tori, you want to give a uh, like an ad, an advertisement? <laughs> it's Larry Joe. But Taylor. yeah, so people like yeah. So a lot of times you don't even. It's it's um, it's shocking, really, yeah. to to sometimes be like, damn. You like uh, that had a pretty big impact on you, so yeah, it is really cool, yeah. and I think it's like a constant battle to sit, yeah. like figure out how to best deal with that because it's flattering. It's incredibly flattering. Yeah. Take take it as a compliment. Take it that you know, like I said, it's it's your God given gift that you share it. So appreciate it. Mm -hmm. You know that you're able to to share it and uh, the joy that you bring to everybody. Kind of getting very not theological, but you know, it's oh, it's, I'm down it's with deep. that. But no, you want to go, yeah, go down that road? Can. No, but really, in, in all in in all honesty, and just the, the bottom line, you put out some great music that uh, people really enjoy, yeah. and you put on a hell of a show. <laughs> I mean, Thanks. really, you. Some people just stand up there on stage, and uh, but you involve the audience. You, Tejas Brothers were on last night. Yeah. Dave gets out there, and there again, the last song he's singing like, uh, oh, what's the guy? Uh, uh, 
what a beautiful sings a beautiful world. It's a beautiful Aussie stars. That, uh, you know that guy. Yeah. yeah, oh, guy, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. yeah Louis, Armstrong, Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong yeah. sings like Louis Armstrong. Because after that, yeah. his voice is shot. Oh, he yeah. says, "I have to leave it all out there," and uh, yeah, that's exactly what you do. So. Well, thanks, man. Hey, congratulations on uh, these past what three years? Yeah, three years. Three years. <laughs> You're just trying to figure this whole Only thing out. Only three years. <laughs> it's as long as I've been playing the guitar. Yeah, it's three. Been years. doing great. <laughs> and uh, there again, uh, you know, if it doesn't work out, you always have the ferrier thing to fall back on. Hey, man. I mean, yeah. That, that we, we talked a little bit about it, and I, I think that's I think that's probably one thing that keeps you very grounded because that is a very physically painful job hey like horses don't care no they you will got, you get up there on monday morning even if you had a killer yeah. set bunch of people yeah. hanging out buying your merch love your music saturday night monday morning you get mucked out by some horse farts, horse farts in your face or takes that, a dump yeah, on you yeah. just kicks you 100 they don't care horses are jerks yeah. welcome to earth right <laughs> yeah Brother, thank you very much. Yeah, appreciate dude. spending some time with us. If people yeah. want to find out about you, find out where you're playing next, get your music, find out what new music's coming out, where are they heading to? World Wide Web. World Wide Web. www.worldwideweb. Was that four no. W's? WW World Wide Web. No, that's three W. Yeah. The interwebnet. That Jared Morris music. Yeah, it's like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything. Good deal. Find it anywhere. Brother, thank you very much for uh, for being here. Thank you for joining us, spending a little time with us. And yeah, my very best to you and your family. Thank you all. And thank your wife for sharing you. I told her <laughs> I told her personally, I said, thank you for sharing him. So yeah, right on, man. I wish you all the best in your career. Heck and yeah. uh, I know we're just going to see some amazing things with you. So. Right on. Thanks, Thank bro. you, brother. Backstage, Larry Joe Taylor, Rhymes and Vines. This is Jared Morris. Adios.